What's going on? Hayden Magnamay is back with uh, 20 Minutes or Less. I'm joined here with uh, Rory Sanford. What's going on, Rory? Oh, I'm just loving it, man. Just loving it, I'm man? Just loving it. Just loving it? Enjoying You're enjoying this. Idea. This is your first time, but you've seen the majority of every episode, haven't you? <clears throat> that is correct, yep. So, uh, either that or falling asleep to them. Either that or falling asleep to them. Um, uh, so, Rory, yep. I know... And I know, and I know what a lot of other people know, but you are a man of many talents. Uh, I would say uh, a jack of all trades for I, sure. I, I do tend to, I, I do tend to explore a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, as a kid, what were the sports that you played? Because I know it is a, it, it's a weird and crazy amount. It's a, it's, it's an odd list. There was. There was hockey for a bit. That's that's pretty regular. Baseball, I, did, I didn't basketball. even know you played hockey. No, I played for a season and I uh, I hated it. But there was this one time when I when there like I was like probably five foot two at the time, yeah. and then the six foot Goliath was just towering over me, and I was like stopped dead on the ice. He runs into me and collapses, <laughs> and I stayed standing. And I think that was one of the proudest moments of my life. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but, what else? What yeah. else you do? So, like I said, hockey, baseball, basketball. Um, played rugby. Uh, that was the last sport I played. Loved that. That was your favorite one. Wasn't that it? was that was one of my favorites for sure. Um, one I stuck with the longest was diving. Mm-hmm. Um, diving. Yeah, competitive diving. <laughs> yeah. If any, if all of you who know me um, saw me back in my diving days, you wouldn't have thought I was a diver. No, I still don't think I'm a diver. No, there's no way. <laughs> No. I can't see Rory Sanford as a diver. But I was a damn good diver. Um, yeah, so I did that for about eight years. And in bet- kind of in and around there, I did fencing for a bit. <laughs> fencing? <laughs> Fence, I was a fencer. Um, I wasn't, I was real bad at it. But I stuck <laughs> with it for a whole four months. Nice, and nice. And I got, I got stabbed so many times by the same dude in the exact same spot that I had this permanent black mark. That was just bruise. That was just bruise? Like, see, like, I did judo for maybe, like, four years. I played football a bit, and then after football, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't want to play football anymore. Football's dangerous. Like, you saw what happened to Talk. Yeah. His yeah. kidney's just gone. Brandon Talk. He was one of the first episodes that we had on, and he destroyed his kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> now, uh, Rory, uh... <laughs> Probably out of all my friends besides, uh, and all the people that I know, besides my father, you are the one that reads the most, 100%. Oh, definitely. Like, um, probably f- probably from about grade three onwards, I devoured books. Yeah. And I, like, I, I read just about anything. I've got, I've got a couple, I've got a few business books at home that I really like looking at. Mm-hmm. Um there's, of course, a lot of Lord of the Rings in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Silmarillion, all that good stuff. Lord um, of the Rings better than Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a big part. And there goes a bunch of my viewers right there. Yeah, yeah. well. What, what do they care? What do they care? <clears throat> what do we care? Um, we don't. We don't, no. Um, but, yeah, like, big, big reader. Um, I think probably one of my favorite books of all time, Name of the Wind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told you about it before. You have not, I don't think. I or, or is that the book where the... the Author won't release the last book. Yeah, it's that one. Oh, oh that is a pain. At the- Patrick Rothfuss, if you ever listen to this, I'm like, really the only reason I'm still on Earth is because I'm waiting for your book to come out. <laughs> um, that's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I ask. Anyway, um, really, really good book. Really talented author, Patrick Rothfuss. Um, really unique 
style of writing, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Really neat format. So it's so it's 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 the it's the main character telling his own story to a guy who's writing it down. So you're reading everything the guy is writing, mm-hmm. and everything the guy is writing is what the guy is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are brief cuts to back in you know present time where they where they just, you know kind of just go about their lives and discover new things about each other mm-hmm. and it's just a really really neat book i really recommend it name of the wind name if of you the like wind. if you like like i don't know any kind of fantasy it's not like hard fantasy mm-hmm. there's it's just like set in like a made-up land yeah all science not really any magic at all no but like well there is some magic but it, it, it is very grounded in its own kind of science yeah yeah now um you're also a big fan of movies i am what, a big fan what of uh do you think that there's any movie out there that you have seen that also has a book adaptation that has ever been better than the book? That has ever been better than the book? Yeah. A movie um, adaptation being better than a book. A movie adaptation? Oh, God. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's better, but I, I will say that both Shawshank Redemption and Green Mile were, were just about as just about as equal to the book as you can get. Yeah. I um, love Shawshank Redemption. Such, I love Shawshank Redemption. Such a good movie. So good. But yeah, that those are the only two books that I that I have seen. Yeah. That really hold up. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot fail miserably. Mm-hmm. I, I used to like that I used to like the Percy Jackson series yeah. back in the day, and when that movie came out I was really excited. And it flopped. It was awful. Yeah. And then the second well actually the first one wasn't too bad, but then the second one was just was just terrible. Yeah. Um, another one, Artemis Fowl. Have you heard of that series? I have. I I know. I know for a fact. I've heard of the movie. Yeah. So it's it's like a it's like a children's kind of fantasy. Not like not a children, but like a oh, middle school kind of fantasy. Yes. Novel. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, for what it is, it's very well written. Yeah. I like to think. Um, not for everyone, obviously, because it leans really heavily into the fantasy side of it. Yeah. But uh, real, like I I enjoyed it yeah. back in the day and. They came out with them. I think, I think it might have been Disney Plus that came out with a movie for it, and it it was garbage. It was garbage. I I honestly couldn't get through thirty minutes of it, and I don't want to get. I don't want to try again. You don't want to try again. No. Um. Uh. Something that I think is awesome is when um. Sometimes movies pay homage to the books really well, and they they put things that happened in the book. And some people really hate this. They put things that happen in the book, but they put them in the background. Like, characters will slightly mention them, and this happened. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Lord of the Rings. It's especially the biggest one. Lord of the Rings is the uh, one. Where, uh, uh, where was Gondor when the Westfold fell sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The book, it goes pretty it goes pretty good into the Westfold, right? Yeah. But uh, the only thing that's in the movie is that mention of it. And... Like there, there's a clip where Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas are all riding their horses. In the background, you can see the Westfold burning; it's on fire, yeah. right? And so, but in the book, it goes very, very much deep into that. But yeah, I, I I like that sort of stuff. Some people really fucking hate it, but I really like it. Yeah, well, like what I really like, I'll I'll bring back the Lord of the Rings again just because we're on the topic. Yeah, but um, I remember in uh, Two Towers when. Oh God! What is it? It's in the extended edition, and Pippin and Merry are in the forest with Treebeard. Yeah, and they they try going to they like they rest up against this big willow, 
and it starts to you know try and eat them. Yeah. And so tree because the trees are alive. Because exa- the trees are alive, like they forgot that. Yeah. Because they're stupid. Um, <laughs> but uh, what what I found neat was they included the song like in that where the where the willow starts to try and eat them. Mm-hmm. It actually happens in the beginning or not near the but like in the beginning when they set off from um, from uh, the Shire. Yeah. And it's actually Tom Bombadil singing the song. Yeah. But in this, it's just Treebeard kind of reciting the poem. Yeah. And I just I just found that to be a neat little nod. Like, yeah, we didn't add Tom Bombadil. That would have been kind of strange. Yeah. And, but, for, and for those of you who yeah. don't know who Tom Bombadil is, he actually plays, uh, he plays a, a pretty big role in the Lord of the Rings universe, but only within the books. He's, he's barely ever to rarely mentioned at all in the movies. I don't think... There's very there's references to him, but I don't think anyone actually says Tom or anything like that at any no, point in any of the movies, not even the Hobbit movies. No, like very very indirect references. I don't think I even I've caught them all. No, yeah, no. exactly. Like extremely in indirect. Um, uh, something that I see all over. Like uh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna keep slightly on the topic of Lord of the Rings, but I'm gonna move it into another thing. Is uh is uh, at the start of the first movie, it, um, there's a scene where um, Gandalf and Bilbo are smoking. What are they smoking? Uh, I believe, I believe, as Bilbo put it, it's the best weed in the South Farthing. The South Farthing? Yeah. Now, uh, when they say uh, weed, what do you think it is? Because they seem pretty chilled out at some points. I mean, they... I'm. Uh, in in the book, I'm just gonna say in the book, um, it is referred to as from the species Nicotania. Yeah. So that that that's pretty good indication that all the weed they're talking about is tobacco. tobacco. However, I do agree with you that in the movies they do seem pretty chill. Yeah, they do seem but, pretty chill. And I mean, hobbits eat a lot, so I mean. Munchies. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, the munchies. Like, it could just be an eternal case of the munchies. <laughs> like, those dudes have like seven meals. I mean, have you ever seen Frodo's face? He always looks stunned. Like, he always looks like he's like about to freak out because he's too high. Well, he just looks like he's been shell shocked. <laughs> he's always shell shocked. I mean, to be. I mean, to be fair, his life is pretty traumatic. In yeah. Movie. But I mean. Like, have some kind of emotion besides just... Fear. Fear. Just, like, don't freak out, bro. He's always freaking out. Oh, he gets um, carried through that. He literally gets carried through those movies. Maybe, uh, maybe Frodo needs some weed. Frodo needs to chill out. If you're gonna... If you were going to uh, give uh, Frodo any strain of weed, oh. what would you give him? <laughs> like a real-life strain. Um, I, I probably just have to go with... With the one that comes to the top of my head, I'd say I'd say Annihilator. Annihilator? Yeah. Annihilator Kush. Yeah. He won't he won't be he won't be able to move enough to react. That is the only like uh, when I did try that, that was the only actual like weed that wasn't super high in C B D that I actually enjoyed. But I remember one time I was with you and we were in like a forest. <laughs> We were in this forest, and we just decided to uh, do it. And then as we were walking out of the forest, I got, like, I just didn't know where I was for, like, two seconds. And then we just had to make it to your car. And then we we sat 
at your car <laughs> for like two hours. Well, of course, I had to be good to drive. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. If you're driving under the influence, oh, you yeah. dumb dumb. But we, exactly. but we were that's sitting. For, that's for stupid folk. Yeah, we were sitting in your car for so long, just that parked on the side of the road. Well, as I recall, it was it was somewhat nippy that day. It was. So it was either. It was either the car or sit out in the woods and freeze. Yeah, so, so I would rather sit in the car. But I remember there was one time uh, well, during this experience that we were sitting there and a, a car was just driving by. Like, you think of it now, we go back and it's a car driving by. But I remember the car sitting behind us waiting to take, like, a turn or something like that. We're like, they're watching us. Like, 100%. <laughs> they're watching us. Oh, God. Man, that was... We do stupid shit. Yeah, we oh, we've done terrible things, it's terrible things, stupid things. Like, I guess that's the. I don't think you'll meet one person that won't say that they've never done stupid shit. No, but I feel like our group in general just, just like I don't know, it's an abnormality. I feel. I mean, like literally, like thirty minutes ago, we um, tied Noah to a chair with duct tape. <laughs> It made him break out of it. Oh, God. But he did, though. He did. He, he made did. it out. He did good. He made it out. He did a real good job. He did do a real good job. Um, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of... I'm just trying to think of another stupid thing we've done. Oh. Let's see. There was that time where we just... I'm trying to think. No. There was this podcast. There was this... <laughs> there was this podcast. Um... God. I feel like most shed nights are just full of stupid, just full of stupid, stupid stuff. stuff. Like the last one... episode I just filmed was in the shed, actually. Episode That's right. 10. That's episode right. Episode And uh, yeah, no, there was that. There was the ping pong ball war, where you just repeatedly oh, got decked in the face, decked in the like in the throat. In the yeah, you got me in the throat with a ping pong ball. <laughs> that hurt. Do you do you know the story about uh, one time Will? Uh, my our buddy Will, he one time he took a spitball and he pointed it at my face and shot it and it went directly into my eye. And the next week I got a sty. And if you don't know what a sty is, it's essentially a pimple inside of your eye that either you need to pop to make it go away or you need to just let it be there. And it took like a week and my eye looked like it was constantly closed <laughs> because there was this sty in my eye. I mean, it's not like you were using that eye anyway. No, it's true. I couldn't let, I couldn't let an episode go without, you know, making some kind of, making some kind of blind, some kind joke. Of blind joke. Yeah. I had to. I don't know if, I, if I've actually ever mentioned me being blind on the podcast before. Oh, I, well then for all you listeners who haven't met the guy. He's blind in one eye. I am blind hey, in you one wanna eye. Tell, you want to tell like a brief story? Yeah. So when I was, uh. When I was younger, uh, me and my uh, best friend Zach, who I'm still best friends with to this to this day, I literally saw him today. But um, we were just playing on a swing. Uh, the, the gist of it is is that uh, we were playing. I uh, I would push him on a garden swing, and then I'd come around and sit on it. And we were like five, like stupid kid fun things, but we were doing it, and uh, we're going. And uh, he pulls a stick out, hits me right in the eye. I ran right into it, and uh, I went uh, I went blind in in my left eye, nerve damage right in the back of my head. Now you'll never you'll never ever hear me blame Zach because I I, I don't blame Zach. It was a total fluke accident because we were we were so young. So Zach, if you are hearing this, I don't blame you. But if you've ever heard the term an eye for an eye, I'm coming for you, man. 
But yeah, so uh, I'm blind in my left eye. I've been blind longer than I actually had both my eyesight. So to me, this is normal. I It's really nothing that like I uh, feel physically disabled from. It's just normal. It's just I see I see like this. And oftentimes I forget about it. And I'm just looking, right? Because I don't I don't really remember what it was like without it. So I'm, I'm kind of afraid if I ever do get it fixed, if it's just going to be like a migraine flowing through my head. Well, for, like the first, like when I first got glasses, I don't, I don't wear them. Yeah. But when I first got glasses and, and was wearing them, like I, my eyes just couldn't, my, they just didn't know how to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. So it was just headaches for the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once you got used to it, it was fine. Rory, what do you do every single night before you go to bed? Every single night before I go to bed? Yeah. This is something that I just thought of just right now. Like what is your daily, nightly routine? Um, Let's think about this. So I usually wander on down to bed around yeah. ten or so. Yeah. Um, slip into my slip into my pink jam jams. Your pink jam jams. Yeah. They're uh they're they're to the knee. Yeah. For for all the listeners out there, to the knee. Very breezy. Very, very breezy. <laughs> um, then yeah, like very very hot pink with yeah. po- with white polka dots on them, mm-hmm. and they're probably my favorite article of clothing. Nice. That nice. I own. Nice. I don't own many types of articles of clothing, so it's not really a high bar. I, I got, I got, you know, gray, black, and white shirts yeah. and jeans. That's all I got. Uh, depending on how late I stay up, my uh, my sleep, like what I do before bed, very like changes. Like last night, I was up till like five a.m. or something like that. So I I went downstairs. Oh no, actually, I didn't go downstairs. I slept on the couch and what I was wearing during the day because I was so tired. But uh, if not, usually I, I like to do uh, usually like maybe like five to ten minute meditation just before bed. Um, I might take some CBD or something like that, uh, like either some of my spray or something like that. And then uh, actually every single night I listen to music every single night before going to bed. Mm, music's really good. I, I love listening to music, but I listen to like some real weird shit to fall asleep to. Oh, I can imagine. If uh, like... Uh, there's an album by uh, The Caretaker. I, I've mentioned The Caretaker in a, in a previous podcast before, but uh, The Caretaker, uh, he made this one song, he made this one album about like what it's like dealing with uh, Alzheimer's and like what it's supposed to sound like. And uh, I, it's called like An Empty Bliss Beyond This World or something like that. And I listen to that going to bed. <laughs> I don't know why. I listen to my favorite uh, album of all time, Bell Witch's Mirror Reaper, which is, uh, it's an album. But the album is one song, and the song is a hundred or not a hundred is one hour and twenty three minutes long. I listen to that, and it is not something you would want to fall asleep to because it is like metal, but like also soft metal, but also can be really loud at some points. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, Rory. Before we end this, is there anything else that you would like to say? Um, there is just something. Well, I won't. I won't take too much time on this. Yeah. But there is something I just wanted to tell you about, mm-hmm. and because I, I found it really interesting, and I I found this art or not an article, but it was by this guy named Scott Festchuk. He's a satire art or columnist. Yeah. But he does find these really really cool things to talk about and share, and one of them was Smart Blood. What the hell is Smart Blood? Smart Blood is this just insane leap in uh, nanotechnology being yeah. developed. I think it's being developed right now because this was back in 2014 that he reported on it. So yeah. it's probably making some progress, but it's a, uh, oh, it's about a 
couple billion nanobots yep. and, and inject them into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much acts as a as a healing factor. So wow, you could have a you could have a double heart attack and be able to calmly drive yourself to the hospital, check yourself in, holy shit, and get that surgery, and then you'd walk out, you'd be fine. That's like some Wolverine type shit, yes. like the start of Wolverine. Like, literally, if you get a cut, yeah, it, it can it'll clot instantly. You'll no longer be bleeding. That's insane. That would like. That would prolong Though people life. People would hate that so much. Oh, they would, but I would get that in an instant. Would you? Oh, absolutely. I don't know about that. Because the, the more it gets developed, yeah. the more and more stuff it could heal. That's true. Like sickness, yeah. it, could, it could just attack. Think germs. about the moment that you have like a brain aneurysm or something like that. Just boop. And then like it's starting oh. to heal and stuff like that. Yeah. No, you'd just, you'd be able to like just go to the doctor and be like, yeah, I had a brain aneurysm about a half hour ago. <laughs> uh, could I get an appointment sometime like tomorrow? Yeah. Like, God, that'd be insane. Yeah. Well, anyway. Rory Sanford, that's that, my friend. That was lovely. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome, man.